Production. Recorded live. Okay. So, Young Living uses an optical refractometer to identify the optical rotation of molecules. If the D or I forms a, uh, form deviates from what is list, listed in the Cairo library on left and right in antimeters, uh, the oil will be sent either to Dr. Casabianca or to the laboratory to further, for further chiral column testing. This testing is more detailed and will identify a marker that reveals a synthetic origin that oil would be uh, would be rejected. Okay, so this complexity is why oils must be analyzed by a chemist specially trained on the interpretation of a gas chromatography chart. The chemist examines the entire chemical fingerprint of the oil to determine its purity and potency, measuring how various compounds in the oil occur in relation to each other. If some chemical occur in higher quantities than others, these provide important clues to determine if the oil is adulterated or pure. Adulteration is such a major concern for each essential oil uh, uh, Young Living offers is tested initially by independent European analytical laboratories, and every subsequent batch of essential oil is tested by Young Living's highly trained research and quality control scientists. Batches that do not meet standards are rejected and returned. Adulteration of essential oils will become more and more common as the supply of top-quality essential oils dwindles and demand continues to increase. These adulterated essential oils will jeopardize the integrity of the aromatherapy in the United States and may put many people at risk. Adulterated oils and their dangers. Today, much of the lavender oil sold in America is the hybrid called lavender, grown and distilled in China, Russia, France, and Tasmania. It is brought into France and cut into synthetic linoacetate to improve the fragrance. Then, uh, propylene glycol, DEP or DOP solvents that have no smell and increase the volume are added, and it is sold in the United States as lavender oil. Often, lavender is heated to evaporate the camphor and is adulterated with synthetic linoacetate. Most consumers don't know the difference and are happy to buy it for seven to ten dollars per half an ounce in health food stores, beauty salons grocery and department stores and through mail order. This is one of the reasons why it is important about the integrity of the company or vendor from which you purchase your essential oil. Frankincense is another example of common, commonly adulterated oil. The frankincense resin that is sold in Somalia costs between $30,000 and $35,000 per ton. A great deal of time, 12 hours or more, is required to properly steam distill this essential oil from the resin, making the oil very expensive. Frankincense oil that sells for $25 an ounce is less or less is cheaply distilled with gum resins, alcohol, and other solvents, leaving the essential oil laden with harmful effects, chemicals. Sadly, when these, when these cut synthetic and adulterated oils cause rashes, burns, or other irritations, People wonder why they do not get the benefit they expect and conclude that essential oils do not have much value. 
Some commercial statistics show that one large U.S. corporation uses twice as much of a particular essential oil as the naturally grown and produced in the entire world. Where are these phantom essential oils coming from? In France, production of true lavender oil, Lavandula agostifolia, dropped from 87 tons in 1967 to only 12 tons in 1998. During the same period, the worldwide demand for lavender oil grew 100%. So where did essential oil marketers obtain enough lavender to meet the demand? They probably used a combination of synthetic and adulterated oils. Uh, uh, an adulterated oil, uh, yeah. There are huge chemical companies on the east coast of the U.S. that specialize in creating synthetic chemicals that mimic every common essential oil. For every kilogram of pure essential oil that is produced, it is estimated that there are between 10 to 100 kilograms of synthetic oil created. Adulterated and mislabeled essential oil presents dangers for consumers. One woman who heard of the ability of lavender oil to heal burns used lavender oil purchased from a local health food store when she spilled boiling water on her arm. But the pain intensified and the pain and the burn worsened. So she later complained that the lavender oil was worthless for healing burns. When her lavender oil was analyzed, it was found to be lavadin, the hybrid lavender that is chemically very different from pure lavandula agustifolia. Lavadin contains high levels of camphor, 12 to 18%, and can itself burn the skin. In contrast, true lavender contains virtually no camphor and has burn-healing agents not found in lavadin. Adulterated oils that are cut with synthetic extenders can be detrimental, causing rashes, burnings, and skin irritations. Petrochemical solvents such as diplofene glycol and diphthalate can cause allergic reactions, besides being devoid of any therapeutic purpose effects. Some people assume that because an essential oil is 100% pure, it will not burn the skin. This is not true. Some pure essential oils may cause skin irritation if applied undiluted. If you apply straight oregano oil to the skin of some people, it may cause severe reddening. Citrus and spice oils like orange and cinnamon may also produce rashes. Even the terpenes in conifer oils like pine may cause skin irritations on sensitive people. Some writers have claimed that few compounds when isolated from the essential oil and tested in the lab can exert harmful effects. Even so-called natural, identical essential oils, structured essential oils that have been chemically duplicated using 5 to 15 of the companies of the essential oils' primary chemical compounds in synthetic form can produce unwanted side effects of toxicities. Isolated compounds can be harmful. However, pure essential oils in most cases are not. This is because natural essential oils contain hundreds of different compounds some of which are balanced and counter the effects of other compounds. Many tourists in Egypt are eager to buy local essential oils, especially lotus oil. Vendors convince the tourists that the oils are 100% pure, going so far as to touch a lighted as to touch a lighted match to the neck of the oil containing to show that the oil is not diluted with alcohol or other petrochemical solvents. However, 
This test provides no reliable indicator of purity. Many synthetic compounds are not flammable, can be added to an essential oil, including propylene glycol. In addition, flammable solvents can be added to a vegetable oil base that it will cause it to catch fire. Furthermore, some natural essential oils, high in terpenes, can be flammable. Powerful Influence of Aromas The fragrance of an essential oil can directly affect everything from your emotional state to your lifespan. The mechanics of sense, the mechanics of the sense of smell have been described as working like a lock, working like a lock and key, or an odor molecule fitting a specific receptor site. When a fragrance is inhaled, the odor molecules travel up to the nose, where they are trapped in the olfactory membranes that are well protected by the lining inside the nose. Each odor molecule fits like a little puzzle piece into specific receptor cell sites that line a membrane known as olfactory epithelium. Each one of these hundreds of millions of nerve cells is replaced every 28 days. When stimulated by odor molecules, this lining of nerve cells triggers electrical impulses on the olfactory bulb in the brain. The olfactory bulb then transmits the impulses to the gustatory center where the sensation of taste is perceived. The amygdala, where emotional memories are stored, and other parts of the limbic system of the brain. Because the limbic system is directly connected to these parts of the brain that control heart rate, blood pressure, breathing, memory, stress levels, and hormone balance, essential oils can have profound physiological and psychological effects. An Italian scientist named Luca Turin Turin, uh, proposed that rather than lock and key theory of olfaction, it is the vibrational properties of molecules that enable us to distinguish smells. After earning his PhD in physiology at the University College London, Turin worked as a researcher for the CNRS at the Villefranche Marine. A marine station. Turin's theory has received much support, including the paper published in 2004 that shows that the odor descriptions seem to correspond more to vibrational frequency than molecular shape. The sense of smell is the only one of the five senses directly linked to the limbic lobe of the brain. The emotional center, anxiety, depression, fear, anger, and joy all emanate from this region. The scent of special fragrances can evoke memories and emotions before we are consciously aware of it. When smells are concerned, we react first and think later. All other senses, touch, taste, hearing, and sight, are rooted through the thalamus, which acts as a switchboard for the brain, passing stimuli into the cerebral cortex, the consciousness thought center, and other parts of the brain. The limbic lobe, a group of brain structures that includes the hippocampus and the amygdala, located below the cerebral cortex, can also directly activate the hypothalamus. The hypothalamus is one of the most important parts of the brain acting as hormonal control center. It releases chemical messengers that can affect everything from sex drive to energy levels, the production of growth hormones, sex hormones, thyroid hormones, and neurotransmitters such as serotonin, are all governed by the hypothalamus. Thus, the hypothalamus is referred to as the master gland. Essential oils, through their fragrance and unique molecular structure,
can directly stimulate the limbic lobe and the hypothalamus. Not only can the inhalation of essential oils be used to combat stress and emotional trauma, but it can also stimulate the production of hormones from the hypothalamus. This results in increased thyroid hormones, our energy hormone, and growth hormones, our youth and longevity hormones. Essential oils may also be used to reduce appetite and produce significant reductions in weight because of their ability to stimulate the ventromedial nucleus of the hypothalamus, a section of the brain that governs our feeling of satiety or fullness and following meals. In large clinical study, Ellen Merce, MD, uses fragrances, including peppermint, to trigger significant weight losses in a large group of patients who had previously been unsuccessful in it. The average weight loss exceeded 30 pounds. According to Dr. Hirsch, uh, some patients actually had to be dropped from the study to avoid becoming underweight. Another double-bind randomized study by Hirsch documents the ability of aroma to enhance libido and sexual arousal. When 31 male volunteers volunteers, um, were subjected to the aromas of 30 different essential oils, each one exhibited a marked increase in arousal based on measurement of brachial pineal index and the measurement of both pineal and brachial blood pressures. Among the scents that produced the most sexual excitement was the combination of lavender and pumpkin fragrances. This study shows that fragrances enhance sexual desire by stimulating the amygdala, the emotional center of the brain. In 1989, Dr. Joseph Ledoux of New York Medical University discovered the amygdala plays a major role in storing and releasing emotional trauma. From the studies of Dr. Hirsch and Dr. Ledoux, the conclusion can be drawn that aromas may exert a profound effect in triggering a response from this almond-shaped neural structure. In studies conducted in Vienna, Berlin University, researchers found that sesquiterpenes found in essential oils such as vivitor, patchouli, cedarwood, and sandalwood, and frankincense can increase levels of of oxygen in the brain by up to 28%. Such an increase in brain oxygen may lead to a heightened level of activity in the hypothalamus and limbic systems of the brain, which can have dramatic effects, not only on emotions, learning, and attitude, but also on many physical processes of the body, such as immune system function, hormone balance, and energy levels. High levels of sesquiterpene also occur in melissa, myrrh, cedarwood, and clove oils. People who have undergone no surgery or suffer olfactory impairment may also find difficult or impossible to detect a complete odor. The same is true of people who use makeup, perfume, cologne, hairsprays, hair colorings, perms, or other products containing synthetic odors. These people may not derive the full physiological or emotional benefits of essential oils and their fragrances. Proper stimulation of the olfactory nerves may offer a powerful and entirely new form of therapy that could be used as an adjacent against many forms of illness. Essential oils through inhalation may occupy a key position in this relatively unexplored frontier in medicine. I think uh, we're up to our time now. So I'm going to stop there. And uh, does anybody have any questions, comments, or anything like that? No. Okay. So 
uh, thank you for listening, and have yourself a great day. Bye for now. <laughs>